Welcome to Served Neat. I'm your host, Jen Hartman. I am wildly obsessed with marketing, sales, business, and the bottom line. I left corporate America with $3,000 in my bank account and a dream of becoming a successful entrepreneur. In the last two years, I grew my marketing consultancy to multiple six figures, worked with over 160 CEOs, and even started my very own fashion brand. In this podcast, I'll be serving up my best kept secrets to help you grow and scale your business. Each week, you'll hear from myself along with other entrepreneurs. You'll learn about what it actually takes to grow a brand, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Pour yourself a glass of bourbon and get ready to take notes because it is time to dive into this week's episode. know that 72% of entrepreneurs are impacted by mental health problems. When I first saw the statistic, I was surprised it wasn't higher. We deal with so much that the average person will never have to think twice about. Unpredictable income, crickets when we're promoting a new product that we put hours and hours of time into developing, unhappy clients or customers, late nights, early mornings, just to name a few. But we put up with all of this just to experience freedom, financial freedom, time freedom, to make a difference in the world, and ultimately to follow our passion. In case you haven't already figured out the theme for today's episode, it is all about mental health and entrepreneurship, a very important topic. I never thought I'd be sitting here on my own podcast talking about my own mental health journey, something that is incredibly personal to me. Before I share the story, I do want to preface this by saying it's really important to understand that money doesn't protect you from burnout, depression, or anxiety. Myself, along with many of my other business besties, we all struggle with mental health. You can still make money, support your clients, mentor your team, even if you're going through a tough time. In fact, June was our biggest revenue month ever and my absolute worst month for my mental health. So, Without further ado, let's get into a little story time. About a month ago, I felt really off. Typically, I just power through, I get work done, I suck it up, and I get through it. I couldn't even take client calls. I felt so awful. And to be honest, I was like, oh, I'm just getting sick. Haven't gotten the vid yet. Knock on wood. (laughs) I don't want to get it. I was exhausted. I couldn't get work done because my brain fog was so bad. And I just had no motivation to do anything. I didn't want to cook. I didn't want to eat. Couldn't clean. I couldn't get work done. Couldn't do, I couldn't do anything, which is so out of character for me. I'm a highly motivated and upbeat individual, but I just felt so heavy. It's so difficult to describe how I felt about a month ago, but yeah, it was rough. So on my 28th birthday, I knew something was terribly wrong. It was the first day I actually said, I'm not okay out loud to my fiance. I have never said that phrase before and something about it just, it felt really defeating, especially because on paper, I do everything right. I work out six days a week. I run half marathons. I track my macros. I sleep nine hours a night. I drink a heck of a lot of water. And yet I was diagnosed with situational depression. I was so confused when I got that diagnosis. I thought, me, I love my life. I love what I do. I can't be depressed. And yet here I was. 
And if you've never heard of situational depression, you're not alone. It was the first time I'd ever heard of it when I got my diagnosis. It's a reaction to stressful life events that result in depressive symptoms. I've been told it's pretty common in high achievers, which makes sense because as a high achiever, I'm constantly putting myself under a ton of stress again and again and again. I want to take a couple of moments and just talk through a few changes I have made to get myself back to a better place. I wouldn't say I'm 100% yet, but between medication and lifestyle changes, I'm feeling so much more like myself. So thankful for that. And what I've learned about situational depression is if you keep doing what you're doing, you're never going to feel better and it can actually lead to clinical depression. So a lot of me feeling better has had to do with the lifestyle changes I have made. So what I've learned about situational depression is if you don't change the stressors, if you keep putting yourself under the same stress again and again, you're going to get the same result. So you're not actually going to feel better. In fact, it leads to clinical depression. So I've made lifestyle changes, work changes, and have just tried to do things a little bit different so I can start to feel better. So let's get into it. Here are some changes I've made. I hired an OBM to streamline and automate the business. If I'm out of office in the future, this is going to make it easier for my team to pick up where I left off. We are currently hiring new team members, specifically a fractional COO. I just need another me. Like if I learned anything in this tough time, it's that I need somebody else who can run the day-to-day in case I'm out of office again in the future. I need someone who is strategic and who enjoys working on day-to-day operations and managing team members. I had this realization in June that I have quite a few people to touch base with between my own team, my clients, and my clients' teams. I just need support keeping my own team going. So I'm super excited to start the interview process and to find our perfect COO. I started to ask for help from neighbors, from friends, and from family members. Asking for help doesn't make you weak or annoying. If you're feeling down, swallow your pride and reach out to your loved ones. Trust me, they want to be there to support you. I asked one of my business besties and my former clients to help out with various projects because I just did not have the bandwidth. Shout out to Lauren from Ruin Good Time. You are the best. Ugh, she's amazing. I even asked my neighbor to check in on me every day when my fiance was out of town. Thank you, Megan. She brought me cake and Starbies on one of my worst days. She's awesome. So along with this, I made some schedule changes. I don't take calls until 11 a.m. And I have a max of four calls each day. I prefer a slower morning, especially as I adjust to taking medication. I don't feel like my best self until the afternoons. So I sleep in. I don't wake up with an alarm. I go for a walk in the morning and I head to Starbucks. I just take my time really easing into the day. I used to wake up and just immediately jump into work, and clearly that was not working for me. The beautiful thing about entrepreneurship is you can create a schedule that works for you. And the last thing that is still kind of a work in progress is self-compassion. In June, when I was feeling my worst, I was so mean to myself. I would be like, what is wrong with you? get your shit together, woman. You can do better. Why are you laying in bed? You shouldn't be this tired. I was just so mean. And I've gotten better about being much nicer to myself and giving myself a little bit of grace during this time. I want to wrap this up by saying I am doing much better today. The changes I listed above plus medication has just made a world of difference for me. 
If you're not okay, tell someone, get help. You deserve it. Psychology Today is where I found my current therapist. It definitely takes some time to find someone you vibe with. So if the first therapist you talk to isn't it, please don't give up. I've been through a couple of therapists since I was 22. Don't be afraid to ask your friends and family members for recommendations as well. I know that mental health can be expensive, especially as an entrepreneur, your insurance might not cover it, but there are some therapists who work on a sliding scale, which means treatment is priced based on your income. My current therapist also gave me a referral for a psychiatrist who I really, really like so far. So again, get the help you need. You deserve it. Tell your friends, tell your family members. They definitely want to support you. Don't try to go at it alone. It's so much easier when you have support. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Serve Me. I know it was a little bit different, but I hope that you found some value in it. And if you want to continue the conversation, send us a DM on Instagram, neat.marketing.